Many are getting rich. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is a senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okonifa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. Hallelujah. How many of you are ready for a blessing today? Lift up your right hand. Say, Father, Father say in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus say, tonight, tonight I, declare, I declare my heart is open. My heart is open. Come on, say it with boldness. Say, my heart is open. My heart is open. My mind is ready. My mind is ready to receive with humility, receive with humility the word of God, the word of that, God can that can change my life and program me and program for, me miracles, for miracles, signs, signs and, wonders. and wonders. Say, by your word, I will be blessed. I'll be, I'll, be I'll, be I'll be empowered for supernatural manifestations in my life. Say so today, by your word, I'll become stronger in faith. I'll become stronger in holiness. I'll become stronger in every area of relevance to my prosperity. Say so my mind is open. I will understand the word. Say so my heart is open. I will receive revelation of the word. And my life will never be the same again. In Jesus' name, somebody shout a big amen. Hallelujah. Can you take your seat in the presence of the Lord? Today we are going in straight. Hallelujah. Precious Holy Ghost, we are grateful to you today for another blessed opportunity to be instructed by your word, to be taught by your spirit, to be edified in our spirit, in our soul, and to receive the manifestation in our body. I pray that, Lord, you anoint these lips of clay. Let them minister oracles unto your children. And let your children never be the same again. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout a big amen. Now shake three people around you. Tell them, I see the blessing of God upon your life. Oh, no. You don't behave like the mythical uh, guy who was sitting beside a, a, a monkey. And when the pastor said, I tell your brother or sister beside you that you are looking beautiful today, he was very quiet. And when they asked him why he was quiet, he said that I don't want to lie in church. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So please tell somebody, I see God's blessings on your life. Wonderful. Tell the person you are looking very beautiful. <laughs> you know, you see, you can see somebody has something to say. All right. Open your Bibles quickly with me to the book of Deuteronomy chapter number 13. Today, many years ago, whilst I was in a center, uh, not Kwame Krumah University of Science and Technology, uh, the Lord visited me. I received a visitation of the Lord. I received an encounter. And in that encounter, the Lord told me to go and study about the prophet Moses and about the prophet Elijah. And I said, okay, why? He said, I am going to give you an anointing in the order of this man of God and the impact that he brought to their generation. I'm going to replicate sin in your life. Glory to Jesus Christ. And so that became the foundation of various manifestations. So when you see me casting out uh, demons or ministering deliverance to people, it was because of that encounter that I had somewhere in 2007, 2008. It is on the premise of a prophetic encounter. Whatever I do that produces results in my life, it is not by wishful thinking, it is by specific, elaborate encounters with the Spirit of God. That is why I seem to be able to do them with ease. Are you understanding me? They are not child's play. They are not gimmicks or tricks. They are real encounters with the Spirit of God that produce transcendental manifestations. I pray today, may you have an encounter. 
Now, why am I sharing this vision that I had so many years with you? It's because of what I am going to communicate to you tonight. Because I am literally going to be like the prophet Moses who gave instructions to the children of Israel that are the instructions that they were, were given when they were obedient they saw blessings in their lives. They saw prosperity. They saw themselves doing well in everything. And whenever they went in a contradiction or they contravened what they had been taught, curses, problems, oh, problems manifested in their lives to the point that there were times they were sent into, uh, uh, they were sent as captives. Uh, to the, uh, into the camps of their enemies. Now, open your Bibles quickly to um, Deuteronomy chapter number 30. I want to read to you from the verse number 19. This is what Moses says to the children of Israel. Emphatically speaking, that I call heaven and earth to remembrance or as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death. Blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. Verse 19 of Deuteronomy chapter 30 is very important because it was talking about the days nearing the end of Moses' ministry to the children of Israel. And so, as a father, he was programming them. He was telling them what they needed to know so that even in his absence, they can still do well. When Moses was among the children of Israel, the grace of God that was upon him was, was what was causing prosperity, productivity, increase, and success in the lives of the children of Israel. The Bible literally tells us that whenever they go to war, Moses has to go and sit upon a mountain and lift his hands. When his hands are lifted, they are victorious in the battle. When his hands fall, they, are, they, they begin to lose the battle. So literally, the manifestation of any good thing that was in their life was connected to Moses. When they were hungry, Moses would give them an instruction. They go to bed and they wake up. Food is everywhere. They say, when they want me, Moses said, oh, you hold on. I'm going to talk to my God. They wake up in the morning. Bed and meat is everywhere. They say, we are thirsty. Moses said, hold on. I'm going to work on it. Water begins to flow from rocks. So Moses was a fountain of their blessing. In fact, literally, Moses was a blessing to them. Moses was a blessing to them. That is why I know that human beings can be the living monuments and manifestations of the word blessing. I pray that God will cause you to encounter somebody who will be a blessing to you. And above all, I pray that you will be a blessing. I said, I pray that you will be a blessing. Literally, that is what the Abrahamic encounter or the Abrahamic blessing is about. He said, I will bless you and I will make you a blessing. The Lord is just speaking to me that there are 15 people under the sound of my voice. He's raising you up to become blessings in this generation. He's raising you up to become blessings to your family. He's raising you up to become blessings to this nation in Ghana, in the name of Jesus Christ. So God wants to bless us. Now, at the end of Moses' ministry, he was, he, he, he was going to be taken away from them. So in that case, who is going to be the fountain of blessing to, in their lives? In fact, God spoke to them that the next prophet who will be after the order of Moses was going to be Jesus. And Jesus was not coming anytime soon. So what was going to cause them to remain blessed? It was the words, the instructions that he gave them. And so he said that, I put you in remembrance this day, and I bear witness before heaven and earth. That meant that whatever he was going to tell them was supposed to have value to the point that heaven will come and sign signature. That I saw what this man of God said. If you understand the value and the premium of a prophet or a man of God, you realize that even heaven recognizes their ministry. He said, this is what I said before you, life and death, blessing and cursing. Now, that is King James English, English, but literally he's talking about blessings and curses. Blessings and curses. He said, I urge you, ah, I urge you, I encourage you, choose life so that you, not only you, your descendants, your children, those who come after you, they may live. Now, life and blessing work together, just like death and curses move together. So what he was literally saying was that if you 
make the right decisions from henceforth, there's going to be life and blessings that will come in your life, come upon you so much so that even your children will begin to benefit from it. So whatever you are going to hear today, listen to me. You are not listening just for yourself. You are not receiving just for yourself. Your children are going to benefit from today's encounter. I said your children are going to benefit from today's encounter. In the name of Jesus Christ. June, the Lord has given us a, a, a month of blessings. So what are blessings? What are blessings? You go through the Bible, you see so many... Ma- so many times, the word blessing, blessings, blessedness, are used so many times, telling us that it's a major theme in the Bible. It's a major instruction in the Bible. And that word basically means a supernatural empowerment to prosper. A supernatural empowerment to prosper. When the children of Israel were obedient to the word of God, they were blessed. Deuteronomy 28, verse number 1 and verse number 2. He said that they should echo diligently unto the words I was going to tell them and to observe to do it. And he said that this blessing shall come upon you and overtake you. And so the blessings came in their lives whenever they were obedient to the word of the Lord. And when they were obedient to the word of the Lord, that blessing brought them three major things. Prosperity, protection, and promotion. Or productivity. Prosperity, protection, and productivity. Or fruitfulness. Three major manifestations of the blessings are going to it as we go along the line. So it is a supernatural empowerment to prosper. When they were obedient, the blessings went, and they began to do very well. Their crops were growing, their animals were giving birth. When they went to war, they never lost a war. They never, literally never lost a war. That was, that, that was one of the reasons why when a few of their men were killed by I, Joshua was so worried. He was like, come on, this does not happen to us. I pray that this will become your testimony, that you never fail, that silver never comes your way in the name of Jesus Christ. So he was very concerned and he inquired of the Lord, and God showed him why the problem was there. That he had encountered a curse because somebody had taken what he and his family were not supposed to touch. Glory to Jesus Christ. So it is a supernatural empowerment to prosper. You can write the scripture down, Deuteronomy chapter 8, the verse number 18. And it said, And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power. Somebody say power. Power to get wealth. So it is an empowerment. When the, a blessing comes upon your life, there's a supernatural grace, inundation, ability, and capacity that is given to you. That whatever you do, you are going to see success. You are going to see progress. Somewhere, somehow. Somewhere, somehow. You don't know how it will happen, but somewhere, somehow, it's as though the programming will work in such a way that it will bring you favor. It will bring you glory. It will bring you advantage. That is why he said in uh, Romans chapter 8, 28, for we know that all things, how many of them? All things, they work together for our good. They arrange themselves. Many years ago, as I was meditating on the scripture, I was walking in the street as a, 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 a young adult, and the Lord showed me that that scripture, all things work together, means that even the moon, the stars, the wind and the clouds, all of them are moving in such a way <laughs> that I'll get a profit. Wow. I'll get a profit. Somebody, your enemies are even moving to bring advantage to you. Hey, he said he laid a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That is somebody's testimony of today. What is the blessing? It is the supernatural ability to do well and to make progress irrespective of your environment. No matter what is happening in the environment, whether the economy is bad or good, whether whether things are going well or not, you are not attached, you are not affected by them. Why? Because there is a supernatural component upon your life. You know one of our biggest problems? We judge by the flesh. When things are not going well, all of a sudden in society, we just join the bandwagon of complainers. But what we should understand is that we don't live by our at the flesh. The Bible says, if you sow to the flesh, you of the flesh read corruption and death. But when you sow to the spirit, you receive the advantage of the spirit. So, God wants you to understand there's something that is upon you that can cause you to do well. Two typical, two quick examples or illustrations in the Bible. Number one, Joseph. 
Joseph was sold by his brothers to become a slave. But look at what happens to him in Egypt. Genesis 39, verse 2 to 3. The Bible and the Lord was with Joseph. Put your right hand on your head and say, the Lord is with me. And he was a successful man. Hallelujah. This was a prisoner. But look at the description of his life. Because the Lord was with him. Even though he was a prisoner, he was called a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hands. This is becoming your story after today. I said, this is becoming your story after today. Very soon your family will say that, no, stay with us because we have seen that your presence is bringing peace and prosperity and protection and progress into this household. Receive that grace right now. Isaac, number two, Genesis 26, 13 and 14b. The Bible says that, and the man was great. He went forward and he grew until he became very great. The Bible says he became so great that even the Philistines envied him. The last verse of the verse number 14. What was the background of this story? The Bible tells us from the verse number 1 that there was a famine like that which was in the days of Abraham. The Bible said that because of that, everybody was moving to Egypt. It was as though, like the way now people are moving to Canada, people are moving to America, they are moving to Europe, thinking that that is where we are going to get, find green pastures. Many of us want to travel is because we feel that we cannot prosper in Ghana. It's, we feel as though we cannot prosper in, 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 in Africa. But listen to me, it is not the location that blesses, it is God that blesses. As it is God that blesses. I said, it is God that blesses. Listen, don't be deceived by the buggers when they come to Ghana during the, the, the Christmas holidays. Some of them have been scrapping something that they shouldn't be scrapping, even with their degree. I tell you. Some of them have been washing things that they shouldn't wash. Just yesterday, I was speaking to one dear lady who has gone to uh, UK, and she was telling me, I asked her, so, oh, I, I, so what work are you going to be doing? She said, I'm going to be taking, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm going to do it, of course, to be taking care of old people. To be taking care of old people. Also, I'm going to work in an old... Uh, uh, oh, my goodness. In other words, it's not something that she wants to do. But, hey, how we going to do? Man's going to survive. Man's got to survive. What do you think? Hallelujah. But there are blessings. Remember, Isaac received a blessing from his father, Abraham. And so because of the blessing, Isaac did well. The Bible said, in the midst of the famine, God spoke to him and said, that don't continue to Egypt like the others are doing. Stay right here. Where? In the dry ground. And he said that I will bless you because of Abraham, your father. Who is your father? I will bless you because of Abraham, your father. And the Bible said, Isaac dwelt in that land. In that same year, you read the verse number 12, he sowed in the land and in the same land, when nobody was getting harvest, he got a hundredfold harvest. Why? Something supernatural called the blessing was upon his life. Where others have failed, you are going to succeed. I said, where others have failed, you are going to succeed. Come on, can I prophesy this one more time? Where all this have failed, you are going to succeed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to Jesus. So, it is supernatural ability to do well and to make progress. Irrespective of what is happening in the environment. Number three, it means to invite goodwill. Invite goodwill. Literally, that is what the Hebrew word barak or baraka means. It means benediction. Whenever we close and... I'm, I'm saying or releasing the benediction over your life. Do you know what I'm doing? I'm inviting goodwill to happen in your life. I'm inviting things to happen in your week. So when we say benediction, benediction is a pronouncement of blessings that will attract things to come into the lives of the people. That's why when sometimes we are doing a benediction and some people are, are, are chewing their fingernails or doing other things, you see, it, 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 they are joking. They are joking with their lives. They are joking with a spiritual component that can promote and push them and give them advantage in life. So, blessing means benediction. So, at the end of the service, I will release a blessing. It is, it's a, that we call it benediction. Inviting goodwill. Inviting goodness to manifest in your life. So, that is what a blessing is. It brings favor, 
protection, prosperity, productivity. If I, when you examine the blessings in Deuteronomy chapter 28, Deuteronomy chapter 28, we have got, let's run through very quickly because I have a lot to share with you tonight. Look, tonight I'm speaking to you on the subject, programming your life on the highway of blessings. There is a highway that everything that happens to you is a blessing. My God. <laughs> Anywhere you turn, whatever you do, it's to your advantage. Even when you fall down, it means that there's gold lying there. You are going to pick it up. My God. It's a highway of blessings. But you need to learn how to program yourself. That is why he told them that I lay heaven and earth witness this day. That I am giving you. I am giving you the secret codes. So tonight is about coding. Somebody say coding. Tonight by the Spirit of God, I'm going to code somebody's life for a blessing. I said by the Spirit of God and by the Word of God, somebody you are going to be coded. Do you know what a code is? an instruction. You see, when a, a computer is coded, it means that you, they put instructions in it so that when you click on this icon, the, the computer is supposed to behave in a particular way. That is what coding is all about. Putting instructions into systems which program the system to behave in a particular way. By the word of God, you are going to receive the codes that will cause your life to manifest blessings, manifest favors, manifest protection. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say coding. Glory to God. So, Deuteronomy chapter 28, let's run through quickly. Let's look at the nature of blessings. What, when we talk about the blessings, what do they bring into our eyes? That's number one of the 28 says, now I shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully commandments which I command you this day that the Lord your God will set you on high above all the nations of the earth and look at verse 2 and all these blessings these blessings meaning he's going to talk about certain things and he calls them blessings all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord what will be the blessings look at verse number 3 he said blessed let's go on quickly Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. So, he's saying that there's a blessing that causes you to do well and there's a blessing of prosperity. It means that you do well. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. All around prosperity. Let's go on, please. Let's go on. Verse number four. We are moving very fast. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the fruit of your ground and the increase of your head and the increase of your cattle and offspring. This is productivity. This is productivity. In other words, when the blessing is working, barrenness, unproductivity, lack is not permitted. This is productivity. The blessing produces increase. It produces productivity. Let's go and look at the next verse. My lay show tire. The blessing shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. So here he's talking about uh, abundance. Your basket is talking about your bank account, your stores, your needing book. If you read the King James, actually should be your storage place where you keep your stores. It means that there will be blessings over there. You never, you never suffer loss over there. There are people who wake up every morning and some money has, is missing. They, they don't know what happened. They don't know where they put it. They don't know who took that money. But that money is gone. You see, it is the principle of a curse. A curse causes loss. But the blessings bring increase. And it said that your basket and your needing bowl shall be, shall, shall, be, shall be blessed. That means abundance. You are going to see progress. Let's continue, please. Let's continue. So there's fruitfulness, there's productivity. And then it said that blessings shall be, you be when you come in and blessed when you go out. It's the same thing about productivity. Whatever you do, you are going to, everywhere you go, goodness is manifesting in your life. It said, and listen to this one. So protection. Protection and victory over your enemies. He said, the Lord will cause your enemies to rise against you to be defeated before your face. I prophesy this in your life. Anybody who writes your name down because they say that they are going to stab you in the face, but they will realize that the, 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 the knife, the dagger has stabbed themselves. He said, he will cause your enemies to rise up against you to be defeated before your face. My God. I cannot be defeated though. Look. He said that those who curse you, I shall curse. My God. 
Oh, we say, we go to a drill, shaka tire. And then they'll come together and say that we'll make a scapegoat out of him. They don't know what they are talking about. <laughs> oh my God. Remember when they went, they took the ark of the Lord into the temple of Dagon. My Yadabashataya. Level there'll be a Ghanaian Dagon. Oh, glory to God. It is a joke. <laughs> easy, easy. My God. Ah, yeah. Easy, easy. <laughs> hey, cool trouble. My God. Rakate Libya. I will show you where it's esoteric esoteric. Oh, no, no, no. Overcomers radio. Back for right now. <laughs> Amen and amen. Hey, hey, Paul. I didn't say something, Paul. I said, hey, Paul. The Lord will cause your enemies to rise against you to be defeated well before your face. Isn't it amazing? He will not let them. <laughs> yeah, the God has a sense of humor. It's not behind you. It will happen so that you know that you are victorious. My God, my God, my God. Before who you were, your face. God is not shy. Oh, my last satire. I said, God is not shy. I said, God is not shy. What are you talking about? He said, they'll be defeated before your face. And they, sh- they shall come against you in one way. And they shall flee in how many ways? That is, in, 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 in terms of we call it skate. <laughs> skate. You see, my girl is right. She knows what they've been doing in school. Skate. They scatter everywhere. My God, my God. Sadiku Rabasaya. Can I prophesy? God is going to cause your enemies to scatter everywhere. I said they will scatter everywhere. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hadibashuntilebekataya. You see, while the other ones that have been sent to come against you five years from now are coming, you will see the ones that have been sent to attack you in 2023 running away and you ask them, where are you going? <laughs> you don't know what is happening in front of you. Skate, skate, skate. Aya. He said they shall come against you in one way and seven ways. You scatter them. Shadalabahaya. You see, that is also the blessing. The blessing is not just God giving you things. The blessing is also God fighting for you. God is fighting for somebody here tonight. Look, let's continue quickly. So in the verse, it, it continues on, and on the bandwagon of protection. Let's continue. Uh, verse number 8. The Lord will command a blessing on your storehouses and in all that which you set your hand to do. It will bless you in the language the Lord is giving you. Let's continue. It's still talking about productivity. That means, tells you that God doesn't want us to be poor. Look at the number of times he talks about our, our works being blessed. He said, the Lord established you as a holy people to himself, just as he has sworn to himself. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his way, this is a blessing of holiness. I cannot talk about that today. Let's continue. Separation unto himself. Then all the people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. Significance, promotion. Relevance in this life. Somebody is becoming relevant. Somebody is becoming relevant. Verse number 11. Let's continue quickly. And the law grants you plenty of goods and the fruit of your body. In the English, is a summarization of a lot of things that he's talking about. Still, still talking about productivity, abundance, benefits, pr- pr- preservation, increase. And verse number 12, he said, he'll open the, he'll open, uh, the store windows of heaven and pour out, uh, 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 he'll open to his good treasure. The heavens will give you rain in your land in his season and bless all the work. How many of the works? All the work of Kadabai. Lift up your hand. Say that my hands are blessed. Say everything my hand finds to do. You are there and you are not seeing this and you are, you are joking what I'm saying. Say my hands are blessed. Whatever my hands will find doing, it will prosper. It will prosper. Speak in other tongues right now. Speak in other tongues. Hey, he will bless all the work of your hands. And look at how he answered. Look at how he answered. He said, you shall what? Learn to what? Many, how many, how many nations? He said, learn to individuals. My God, somebody is going to start giving loans to Ghana. Someone said, Togo will be looking for loan. They will come to Ghana. Why? Because they need your house address. I said, because they need your house address. Do you know even America goes for loans? 
Somebody, you are going to be a lender to nations. In the name of Jesus. He said, and you shall not borrow. You shall not borrow. You shall not borrow. If you find yourself borrowing too much, it is not, it is, it is not a sign of the blessing. Um, I borrow, 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 borrow. And you see, we have been trained to borrow. When we are born in a borrowing, in fact, very soon we will rest. The whole country has become a collateral. <laughs> my God, my God. The whole country has become a collateral. You go and sign and take a loan that if you default one, two, three, now all your oil and your, your, your mineral resources will now be given as dignity. Shakadi Mimikusiataya. Where is the wisdom? Creating problem for children yet unborn. And that is why if, if, if you are going to function by the flesh, a certain point, time comes when it will be better to go and give birth to your children outside. So that they will become citizens somewhere. So that they don't come and inherit a problem. <laughs> but when you are blessed, you come and solve the problem. <laughs> you shall learn to many nations. And you shall not borrow. Oh my God. Today that would have gone on social media is when I'm finally <laughs> It is vow. Say I'm blessed. So all of these things are components of the blessings. So I've given you number one, prosperity, fruitfulness, abundance, productivity, protection and victory over your enemies, favor and goodwill, promotion and significance. So these are all manifestations of the blessings. You see, and blessings are usually declared by people in higher authority. Hebrews chapter 7, the verse number 7. He said, without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. The versions make it very clear. The less, the lesser, the one who is lower, is blessed of the greater. That is why you need to be humble if you really want to be blessed. Some of us are too big, and so we cannot receive a blessing. But according to scripture, the less is blessed by the better. The less is blessed by the greater. That is why fathers are the ones. You don't bless your father. You cannot bless. How can you bless your father? You cannot bless your father. Oh, Papa, I want to bless you today. You are you, you are grammatical in your heart. You are good, but your grammar is wrong. <laughs> Grammatically incorrect. Shake it very higher. Are we together? He said the less is blessed of the greater. So you want to be blessed, look for a fountain of blessing that is greater than you. Look, I needed a blessing. I connected myself to somebody who God has sent ahead of me. Reverend Dr. Kojo Bempa, I connected Shapam. I wanted to be blessed. I heard that we are going to um, Nigeria. Bishop Dr. David Oyedepo, he has gone ahead of me. When was I born? When did I start this ministry thing? And as I mean to God, God, Jesus appeared to me. And so we are all men of God. <laughs> you. Some of you have not even seen the shadow of Jesus, but you are already proud. After today, your life is changing. As after today, look, I'm telling you, it's cold, so. If you can program this into you. Me, I, I, I was having where you were. When the Lord started telling me that, no, go and submit to uh, Reverend Bempa, I was like, oh, me, I don't like that. I want to share things. I like to stay in my corner. You know, I don't like come some of those things. You know, yeah. If God will work it out, God will work it out. It will be supernatural, you know. He saw sin and the Holy Ghost started telling him that, ah, this boy is blessed. This boy is blessed. The Lord said, Master, you have to go and move and push yourself there. I can, I can connect from afar. It's not everything you can connect from afar. When God has programmed it to be a near, don't go afar. My God, my God. There are things God has programmed to be afar. Like there are some people that God is blessing me with their lives, but it is from afar. But there are some. He's saying that, look, if you cannot go and connect to Akosumbo, there is a socket in your room. Connect to that socket. Whatever is at Akosumbo will manifest in your room. Only the electricians will clap. <laughs> Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Is it, is it that they don't understand. They don't understand. <laughs> Sometimes God will actually prevent you from connecting to Akosumbo. Do you know what? The power coming from Akonsumo will be too much. It will melt all your wires. 
to get you through step downs to where it fits you and you can connect and get your own blessing. They think I don't know about electricity. They think all I know is that in the name of Master, me, I know things. Tell somebody I know things. Are you sure? <laughs> Give a glove of to Jesus. So, the less is blessed of the greater. Blessings are usually spoken by higher authority. Number one authority is God. Basically, now I'm talking about how you can, where blessings come from. God. God spoke to Abraham. He said, I, I'll bless you and make you a blessing because God is a source. Genesis 12, 1 to 3. Fathers, mentors, people in spiritual authority. So somebody may not be uh, your biological father, but then he may be somebody in spiritual authority. And so God can use them to minister blessings to you. Hannah received a blessing from Eli. Moses received a blessing, and Samuel received a blessing from Eli. Even Jesus received a blessing from John. Why? Because after that time, in terms of authority, remember Jesus came on earth as a human being, not just as God. So in terms of authority, John had taken the lead. John had taken the lead. No matter how many hours Jesus prayed, John was still his boss. John was still his boss. Is it a problem of our generation? I went on to a certain mountain and I prayed and I saw some angels. So now, this, this, this man of God, yeah, this is, yes, I know he's old, but he has not had the kind of vision that I have. <laughs> brother, brother, <laughs> continue. <laughs> Amen. I said what? Continue. Look, there are people that God has raised as mentors. Some of them are your own biological parents. Isaac released blessings into the lives of his children. Jacob and Esau, Genesis 27, and it affected their lives. Number three, prophets of God. When I talk about prophets, I'm talking about authorized mouthpieces of God. On Sunday, I explained to you that when we talk about prophets, I'm not just talking about someone who can say that I see your name is Adwata. No. That is word of knowledge. But a prophet is somebody who is authorized by God to speak and it happens. To speak and it happens. These are spiritual representatives of God upon this earth. He gives them a certain authority. In Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 1, uh, even though Moses was not a father of all the people, children of Israel, he had the power as a prophet to speak over their lives. So in Deuteronomy 33 verse 1, he said, This is a blessing wherein Moses, the man of God, blessed the children of Israel before his death. Before his death. Before his death. In the book of Genesis, I think there is verse chapter 50, 51, thereabouts. Jacob also calls his sons and blessed them. There he blessed them with the authority of a father. But Moses blessed them with the authority of a prophet. So a prophet can release blessings into your life. Hallelujah. So you need to identify who is my prophet. Who is my prophet? Many people make certain mistakes. I'm teaching you certain things too. Life is spiritual. You have to learn how to code your life right so that you'll be programmed for blessings. There are certain people like David. They did not live an absolutely righteous life. But did you see how blessed they were? They were righteous because of faith. But in terms of right living, this man literally killed a, a woman's husband after he had slept with her. After he had slept with her. And yet he was the apple of God's eye. Why? He knew the, he knew the rules of engagement. Look at Abraham. The man had faults, weaknesses. Yet he knew how to relate with, relate in terms of spiritual things. He got a blessing. The first thing he decides to do was I miss Melchizedek. Ah, let me give him a touch of all. Somebody you have never met before. But he saw something in the man that nobody else could see. And he knew that this was a fountain of blessing. The Bible said Melchizedek blessed, blessed shall Abraham. The man coded his life for victory. And then he turned to, after you have coded your life of victory, you can turn to anybody and talk braggadociously. He turned to the king of Sodom and said, Master, I have made a covenant. I have lifted up my hands to the God of heavens and the earth that I will not receive anything from you so that you say you made Abraham rich. Okay, so on the nine engineer, be this one, come with me, I hear Chelsea. Literally, that was all wealth of Sodom. All the wealth, the property of Sodom being delivered to you. And he said, I won't take it. A whole city's resources. 
is because he knew he was stepping on something greater. He was stepping on something greater. He accorded himself. At the end of the day, he became bigger than all. What? The principle of blessing was working in his life. Somebody be blessed. I said be blessed. I said be blessed. I said be blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. And then finally, you can build, even now that I'm still connected to the ones about, through prayer. Through prayer. When uh, Jacob encountered the angel of the Lord, that was God himself. It was God that blessed him. So it's still God that blessed him. It wasn't the prayer that blessed him. It was God that blessed him. It was God that blessed him. Jabba has also prayed. It was God that blessed him. So through prayer, we can make contact. We can make contact. So what you need is a blessing. What you need is a blessing. If you are going to prosper, you are going to do well in life, you need a blessing. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. The blessing of the Lord is what makes us rich. And he asks no sorrow. He asks no sorrow. God wants us to excel. And by God we shall excel. I said by God we shall excel. In the name of Jesus Christ. What are the covenant codes? This is the last part of the message. Covenant codes for programming our blessings. Number one, be born again. Anybody who is not born again is cursed already. Nobody can operate in the blessings of the Lord. I'm talking about the, the blessings, the eternal blessings of God without being born again. Without being born again, Acts chapter 3 verse 26. He said, unto you first God has raised up his son Jesus Christ and sent him to bless you. So when you connect with Jesus, you receive the blessing. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. He said, He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. This was, he was speaking to Christians. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Where? In where? In Christ. So being born again means coming into Christ. So the first principle that quotes you for a blessed life, to put you on the highway of blessings, is to become born again. Anytime you are going out to preach the gospel and sharing the gospel with others, what you are doing is that you are helping them come onto this highway of blessings, this highway of favor, this highway of divine protection, this highway of increase, this highway of advancement and advantage. So you must be born again. You must be born again. You must be born again. Number two, location and association. And we are talking about strategies over here. Coding. You cannot live anywhere or live with just anybody and live, live with just, um, uh, be in just any environment and be blessed. No, 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 a thousand times no. Some of us, the struggles that we are going through is just because we are in Ghana. Oh, yeah. It's just because we are, do you know that some countries, if you don't work, every month they'll, they'll send you a check of $1,200. Huh? Yes, what are you doing here? <laughs> My God, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? I tell you. So it means that all, so that is why if you go to the borders of America right now, there are millions of immigrants that are forcing to enter into the United States of America because of some of these laws. So just by environment is bringing an advantage. Just by environment, just by being in a particular location, just by being connected to a particular family. Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse number 9 said, Thou shalt not bow thyself down thyself unto them, nor serve them, for the Lord thy God, I am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and the fourth generation, because they hate me. So you see, just belonging to a particular family is bringing curses into their lives. Similarly, blessings also trans- are, are transmit, uh, can, can also move from generation to generation. So that you may be blessed and your descendants after you. That's what the Lord said. So, being in a particular family. So, Sunday I told you, those who are in a miracle service that some of us, we need to disconnect from some of our families and go and be blessed so that we can come and help them. If you continue or say, ask for me, uh, ask for me, I, 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 it's just like some people on social media Christians. And then they are saying because they come from a particular place in Ghana. So, because of something that a, a man of God, a Christian, somebody... You, I, I know my roots. I know my roots. If you are in Christ, your roots is Jesus. He's the root of David. He's the root of Jacob. Are we together? Glory to Jesus Christ. Genesis chapter 22, verse 16 to 18. 
when God was blessing Abraham after he had he was ready to sacrifice Isaac. Look, he said, "By myself have I sworn the Lord." said the Lord, for because thou hast done this, and hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, he said, in blessing I'll bless you, multiply, I'll multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven. Look at, the seed have not come, but they are already been blessed, just because they belong to a particular family. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Look at Lot. Lot, the nephew of Abraham, right? The Bible says, when you study the blessing that came upon Abraham in Genesis chapter 13, the Bible says, and Abraham went out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and Lot was with him in, into the south. And Abraham became, was very rich in cattle, and in silver, and in gold. So God blessed him, and he became prosperous. And the Bible says, and he went on his journey from the south, even unto Bethel. Let's jump to the verse number 5. And Lot also, which went with Abraham, had flocks, and heads, and tents. So, just because he was, he was rolling with Abraham. And that is why sometimes people make the mistake. Some of us, the gifts and anointing that is manifesting in your life, is not just because you are anointed. It's because you are associated with a particular grace. When you are a follower of a grace, the grace flows into your life. When you disconnect, you will dry up. You will dry up. Went for a missionary trip some years ago. And then there, there were so many people who we prayed for for healing. The Lord said, I pray for the leaders and let them pray for the sick. Some of them, that was the first time they ever prayed for the sick. When they lay hands on the sick, they, they got healed instantly. They got healed instantly. Some of them thought it's because, ah, Sharkai, I've got anointing. No. You are, you are just flowing in a, a grace. You are just you are flowing in a grace. And listen to me. There's no need to reinvent a wheel. When there's a grace that you can cheaply and easily flow through. The sacrifices that the one who paid for the grace. You are not, you, maybe you, you may not be able to pay that sacrifice. So with humility, flow. Flow. I want, I want my original anointing. <laughs> maybe your original anointing. Everybody's an aloso. Jesus told his disciples, said, you people are just enjoying other people's labors. Other people's labors. Be wise, be smart. Many people have decided that they are going to uh, separate themselves and go on their own, and they dried up. They dried up. They dried up. They dried up. Some of them, it's just a matter of time. You see that they will, they will lose relevance. They will lose relevance. They will lose relevance. Lots! Lots relevance! You all know the story of lots. His final end, was it as glorious as it's been described over here? No. Because what he was operating in was a blessing of association and location. May God put you in the right places. That will bring blessings and favor upon your life. May God order your steps aright. Somebody after today, you are going to, God is going to start shifting certain things around you. Before you realize, look, the other day I was ministering to a certain gentleman. I, he was staying with his parents by then. I said, I beg you. Whatever you have to do, even if you have to borrow money, go and, go and rent a place and leave your father's house. Leave your mother's house. Leave where you are staying. And then after that, you see the goodness and the glory of God. And all these prophecies that God has spoken to you, you start seeing them come to pass. The gentleman did accordingly. When he went into his, uh, he, he rented, he did not even have a mattress, nor have a chair. Today, he's married, he's a CEO, has his own business, has his own cars, and he's doing very well. And all of that started just after obeying that prophecy to leave his father's house and mother's house. Somebody, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. I think it may not be your prophecy. <laughs> but to somebody, it is your prophecy. Glory to Jesus. Number three, godly living and acquaintance. Godly living and acquaintance. Psalm chapter 1, verse number 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. In the counsel. Counsel means advice. Which advice are you living your life with? Some of you, as we say we are wise, but the wisdom we are, we are operating with are the wisdom of ungodly people. You want to read what somebody wrote on Facebook and you say, ah, it's true. And then you start living your life accordingly. Some of us started, have even started doubting, tithing, and kingdom-proving ways of seeing God's prosperity. Why? Because when you see somebody who is not born again, or who is not taking Christianity or Jesus or God seriously, giving an advice. 
three thinkers. Common sense, common sense, whatever, generation orders. We are woke. Our eyes are open. Ungodly counsel will bring destruction. It's a blessed is he that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now, standeth in the way of sinners. Who are your friends? Who are those you spend your time with? Well, for me, I, I, I don't like Roly because I don't like the way Christians are. Christians are hypocrites. You know, I know this guy is not, it's not a Czech guy, but he's real, you know. He's real. <laughs> my, 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 my. Ooh, glory. You are moving yourself out of Scripture. Continue. No standard in the way of sinners. No seated in the seat of the scornful mockers. People who make fun of Christianity, please don't sit with them. Anytime you are seated with somebody and a person making fun of your man of God, making fun of men of God, making fun of Christianity, insulting, making mockery, don't laugh with them. So, my son, when sinners make jokes, don't laugh with them. That's what the book of Proverbs says. Don't laugh with them. When you do that, you are deprogramming yourself from the blessing. And you are wondering that ah, they say we are blessed all spiritual blessings. How come I'm not seeing the manifestation? It's because you, you are likely activating an opposing codes that are neutralizing what scripture has made available for you. Somebody is learning something. I thought somebody is learning something. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. That such a man shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water and bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever, how, whatsoever he does shall prosper. That is somebody's story after today. Number four, obedience to divine orders. Genesis 22, God appeared to Abraham. He said, Abraham, he said, give me your son, your only son. God is very bad who? He, he, he did not just, he said, your only son. He knew that like, the boy was his only son. He said, today I will wire you an instruction. Let us see whether you obey. When the man obeyed, he said, hey, now I know that you fear the Lord. He said, now I know that you fear the Lord. And then verse number 16, he begins to vomit blessings that will continue in the life of Abraham, even to his children, 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 up to today, those blessings are still speaking. He said, ah, he said, by myself have I sworn. When God says that, he said, he has no other greater person to swear by. You bless me, bless me. But he's telling you that now, that this kind of blessing I am bringing, it is not ordinary. I have to make commitment and swear. Because the most obedient to divine instructions. When God gives you an instruction, you do it. Do you do it? Do you do it? Commitment. Look at the testimonies we had. I had one of them. It was after obeying the divine instruction. After obeying the prophetic instruction. What instructions are you living your life by? He said, I lay before you life and death, blessing and cursing. He said, if you act diligently to this word and you observe to do them, he said, this will come upon you and overtake you. I said, I'll set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Divine instructions. I'm giving you instructions today. What are you going to do with them? Said in blessing I'll bless you. Multiply I'll multiply your seed. And your, out of your seeds are all the nations of the earth. Be blessed. Because thou hast obeyed my voice. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 and 2. I've quoted it to you already. Number 5. Serving the house of God. Coding. When you are serving the house of God, please don't be looking for profits. Don't be looking for money. Don't be looking for beans. Exodus 23. <laughs> Some people are wondering whether they had right or not. <laughs> Exodus 23, 25 to 26. He said, you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall what? Bless. But when you serve, you bless. You bless. The rest of the verses will tell you what kind of blessings. Blessings of fruitfulness, blessings of productivity, blessings of sound health. You know health is a blessing. Say, uh, you not shall cast their young. That means there are no miscarriages. And the number of days will I fulfill. Long life. I've told you about prayer already. Heart for prayer. So, 
So if you are not a prayerful person, you cannot quote yourself for a life of blessedness. Look, what I'm telling you, if you are programming this become your lifestyle, it will amaze how your life will be. It will be as though a new air is blowing around you. You'll be there and God will be touching people to remember you, to help you. To remember you, to help you. Where others go and search for jobs and they don't get you, go and for you. Program these things into your life. Say I'm being programmed. Say I'm being programmed. Seven. Is it seven? Giving. Say giving. Categories of giving. Number one. Number one and the first of all, your tithes and your offerings. Your tithes and your offerings. Malachi chapter number three. You read from the verse number eight. He said that you people have robbed me because of that you are scarce with a curse. Verse nine. People, how are we robbed? He said in tithes and offerings. Tithes and offerings. Now, you must be very careful over here. Some of us, by the time our money, after working in a month, hits our account, is the net. I was telling somebody that, you see, if you want to be true to God, you are supposed to tithe on the gross. Because your income is a gross. Whatever they are taking are charges that they have charged you. In other words, your own money that they have taken. So some of us, we say we have paid our tithes, but we have just paid dues or given a donation because God has a calculator. God, is he, he said 10%. He knew the formula he put in and he came out as 10%. And then you want to be smart. Continue. <laughs> Glory to God. Is somebody learning something over here? I'm summarizing many, many teachings in one. Because they are all part of the coding that will program me for blessedness. Ezekiel 44 verse 13. It's like the verse number 10 of uh, Malachi chapter 3. It says, bring all the tithes. How many of them? All. All. So somebody gives you a gift. Somebody blesses you. You have to tithe on it. Now, it said income. He didn't say salary. Income. Income. He didn't say salary. So when you bring it, say, I'll open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Oh, I think that thing is touching people there. Eh? It is healing you. <laughs> Praise God. I say it is healing you. Say I'm healed. Exodus 44 verse 30. He said, and the first of all the first fruits of all things. No, that's first fruit. <laughs> Papa, today you leave some out. No, I won't leave some out. I'll tell you everything, I'll bring you a blessing. And every oblation of all things, of every sort of oblation, shall be the priest. And shall also give unto the priest the first of your dough, that he may cause the blessing to rest in the house. Look, we are, we are exploring scriptures that bring and introduce blessing into our lives. Every scripture you see me reading, you see that it is talking about something coming into your life. Something coming into your life. Number second kind of giving, give to the poor as you get opportunity. Acts chapter 20 verse 35. Listen to what it says. I have showed you all things. How that by short laboring you ought to support the weak. Who is being blessed in your life? Apart from yourself and your family. Is there somebody who is unable to take care of himself that you are helping? Why? And to remember the words of our Lord Jesus. How he said. It is more blessed to give than to receive. So the blessing of giving to help the weak. Also brings a blessing into your life. Honor your parents. Third category of giving that brings a blessing into your life. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2 and 3. Honor your father and your mother. Listen. And please, any honor that does not affect your pocket is not honor. Hey. Not affect your pocket. Hey. Oh, yeah. It does not affect your pocket. So, daddy, I honor you. How are you honoring your daddy? Something small. It's Christmas. It's his birthday. Do something small. It's only if you don't have any money on you, or you don't have any resources, that you can say that, oh, I'm using my mouth to honor. But when God gives you something, you have, it's actual, you see, that's why he said he gives seed to the sower. He knows why he calls it seed. Because when it comes into your hands, there's a program on it. It's not everything that comes in your hand, your hand that you are supposed to eat. Some of them have an assignment. 
your 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 blessing is digesting in your stomach. <laughs> Jesus, tell say Jesus. And I have mother. Who is the first commandment with a promise? That promise is blessing. Say that it may be well with thee, and that you may live long on earth. Does that sound like a blessing? Yeah. Honor your father and your mother. The dog is I'm angry at my mother. Are you, are you okay? I'm you're angry at who? Are you okay? Me, some of those things I can fight you for your mother. I, I can slap you for your mother. When you finish, leave the church. No, it's good. You are taking the kisses away with you. I'm angry at my father. And so I, me, I, no, no, no. And I, I, I will insult you. Insult you. You have the mouth. So you are cursed. Speaking harshly to you is actually trying, 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 if possible, I can heal you. Is it in a... Someone say coding. Say programming. Is it working? Are you receiving it? Number eight. A prophet's reward. Matthew chapter 10 verse 41. He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. I told you a prophet can release a blessing. How? You honor the prophets. How? Have felt humble honor. Humble yourself to the grace that's upon his life. Number two, serve that man of God. And then number three, seed. Your seed can speak for you. But he said the, con- con- the context of Matthew chapter 10, 41 and 42, it was by giving. So he said that if you honor a prophet, in a, you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you shall receive what? A prophet's reward. A righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive what? A righteous man's reward. And he said, if anyone shall give you a cup of cold water. So it meant that in that context, he was talking about giving to the people. In my name, he shall in no wise miss his reward. So give. Some people don't understand anything about prophet's reward. Not because they've not heard it before. They don't just don't want to understand. When we talk about tithe, hallelujah. Kingdom gives towards the church, hallelujah. But give to God's servants. You know why? Many people want their pastors to be poor. Many people don't like to see the pastor dress nicely. They drive a good car. Look good. No, he said, no, he's not looking pastorly. <laughs> they created a book of pastors, so they know how pastors should look like. No, 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 no. We will spoil your eyes. Because it's now crowd that want to start to dress. We want to dress well. I said, we will dress well. Shamaliki tezebredish. Is if you are not happy, then you are part of those I'm talking about. Now, if you are happy, you are saying that pastor dress well, dress well. <laughs> uh, praise the Lord. So, prophets offering. In fact, when you study the scriptures, this is what provokes multiplication, dangerous multiplication. Glory to Jesus. So, a prophet's reward, a prophet's reward. Number nine, you're almost there. Humility. Humility. There's something about pride that fights blessings. The Bible says, pride goes before a fall. Matthew chapter 5, verse 5. Blessed are the meek. So if you are meek, you are blessed. They shall inherit the earth. So there's a blessing that comes with humility. Humble yourself, brother. Humble yourself, sir. Number 10. The fear of God. Fear God. Fear sin. Job chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. A man was blessed. Why? Because he feared God and eschewed evil. Psalm 1 2 verse 1 to 3. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. Who will in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. And his righteousness endure forever. If you, if you fear God, there are blessings that follow you. Number 11, these are practical ones. Read anointed books. Read your Bible. Do you know that there's a blessing with simply reading or listening to the Bible? Listening to anointed messages. Keeping the right spiritual environment. Revelation chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed is he that readeth. 
and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written for the time is at hand. So they are blessed. Those who read, those who hear, and those who keep, they are blessed already. Glory to Jesus Christ. And then finally, I've already spoken about serving in the house of God. And this one, I'm separating it on its own because it is so dear on the heart of God. Be a soul winner. Be a soul winner. The Bible he that wins souls is wise. The Bible says, the laborer is worthy of his wages. This is what Jesus Christ came to do. To die. To seek and to save the lost. And so when you join in that harvest, whatever characterizes the life of Christ begins to characterize your life. Program your life according to these codes. Pattern your life according to the word. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 and 2 will never be erased from the Bible. This is how God says our lives should be. Said so if you act diligently to these words and observe to do them, said so I will exhort you above all the nations of the earth. Said so all these blessings will come upon you and will overtake you. Listen, our minds are not wise enough to program a blessed life for ourselves. If it was so, we would be where we are today. True wisdom is what the word of God has True, true instruction that will bring construction and transformation is what the word of God has said. And when you program your life according to the word of God, you cannot but be blessed. But what do we have? We have many stubborn Christians, many stubborn children of God that want to fashion their life according to their own wisdom. Learn to humble yourself. Even as I'm speaking, you feel some tension in your spirit. Listen, it's, it's pride. It's pride. It's pride. You should be malleable as a child of God to the word of God. The reason why the children of Israel, they suffered is because they were stiff naked. The Bible says, if you keep hearing over and over again and you do not obey, at times it's going to come and be broken and to be beyond repair. Beyond repair. Listen, God has already written in the scriptures how our lives are supposed to be. Pass your life according to them and just enjoy the blessings of the Lord. Bishop Philippo, look, if you go to Nigeria, what God has done with him, and not only Nigeria, world over, there's a Nigeria one alone was, is overwhelming, but these are in nations of the world, Ghana, yeah, America, UK, all over, all over, all over, through one man's obedience to the word of God. He said, Lord, what you cannot do for me, let it remain undone. And everything he has ever received, he said it was because of stewardship to the word of God. When God spoke to him, he decided that I will obey. And when he obeyed, he said, enjoy the fruit of it. You want to see fruit in your life, decide to pattern your life according to scriptures. Basic instructions before leaving the earth. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.emenezaokonipa.com or call 0546-36-3957. God bless you.